0: listening to comedy central
1: hey guys welcome to the podcast how you doing out there happy wednesday to you um i am joined today on the show by my best friend um he's in new york city he has a podcast called puddles with andrew collin welcome to the show uh I, I don't i forgot your name for a second andrew collin andrew todd Colin.
0: you literally said it
1: I know I said it in the name of the show, which that, the name of your podcast took me about, I think, nine months to learn the name of. And now, um, now I got it down.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, a good friend would learn it within minutes. Well, but yeah. you know,
1: my dad does a the theme song for it, and he says, um, the Puddles podcast is starting real soon. And so I thought for a while it was called the Puddles podcast. I mean, it's, it makes sense that I was confused, but it is called Puddles with Andrew Collin, and you can check it out. I will be on the show um, this coming Monday. It will be uh,
0: Yeah, Monday at midnight.
1: Nice. Okay, so, so Tuesday, check out. I yeah, guess you and would. There will be a um, video element blood. to it as well. Oh, yeah, but video. And there will be blood.
0: Have you ever watched that movie? No. I've seen it, I think, four times during quarantine.
1: What, really? Why?
0: I don't know. It's like one of, Daniel Day-Lewis is, he's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear no. he's pretty deece. Yeah. You know, there's he, something what, about
1: a milkshake- like you could just give me movies I've never seen, and I can tell you the the broad strokes of what I know.
0: Okay, go ahead. Okay, Explain so to me what this movie's about that I've seen. Seven there will times.
1: be blood. Okay, it it is. It's got to be about oil. Why? Or, because um, I don't know. I just picture. I picture. You like, can't the,
0: get that from the title.
1: I can from the t- well. I know. And en- I'm. I'm just telling yeah. you. I know okay. enough okay. about things. I think there's right. something about oil in it. Um. I think there's a lot of violence in it just because it's something that I haven't seen. And so I think that the reason I haven't seen it is because there's lots of violence. It's Cohen brothers movie. So it feels like that's kind of their style. I also associate it with, I don't
0: think it's Coen bro. You should know you've
1: seen it four times.
0: I'm, I'm, I am
1: uh, <laughs> I might be speaking out of school here. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I only know like one of their movies. I mean, I know what? movies they've done, but I'm not, uh, I'm not like, um, but I I always get it mixed up with the other movie that is came out around the same time where the guy kills people with the cattle, um, gun thing.
0: It's Paul Thomas Anderson.
1: Oh, PTA. Okay. Um, (laughs) PTA meeting
0: PTA dude. um, Uh, Yeah, my
1: bad. I'm so sorry to everyone who just like gasped and screamed at their cell phones um, at my huge gaffe as I don't I don't um, I don't fancy myself a cinephile. So I don't really care that I got that wrong. But um, I always get it confused with the Coen Brothers movie, which is the one that I'm saying um, is the one where he kills the people with the the cattle gun.
0: Yeah, which reminds me every time you get your temperature taken. Oh, yeah, that they're just gonna shoot a hole through your head like Javier.
1: Yeah, yeah. What's that movie called?
0: Uh, there will be blood as well.
1: <laughs> there will be an air gun.
0: <laughs> Isn't it air? Air bud?
1: No. Isn't it? Uh, people, uh, this is the worst podcast we've ever done. I, we're off to a bad start. I don't, I don't, people are, <laughs> I, there's nothing, someone had a great meme the other day, and I hope this brings it around for everyone listening and you just are screaming at the fucking um
0: no country for old men
1: yes no country for old men it's a similar title but um (laughs) someone said the there was a meme i saw on reddit the other day that said there's no closer experience to being a ghost than listening to a podcast where you know the answer to what they're both going like what is that and you're just a ghost like screaming into the (laughs) ether so i hope that made that all worth it for you um people listening at home um yeah, so you've watched that movie four times. In quarantine. <laughs> I thought you were gonna tell
0: me what it's a what's what's the movie. Oh yeah, now. okay.
1: So oil. <laughs> a guy. I think he's wearing a top hat, but that might have also been when he
0: was Lincoln. <laughs> I think it's the same character.
1: <laughs> and um, there's something about a milkshake. I can't understand why there would be a milkshake in this old western movie. But there's something about a milkshake, and then that's all I know.
0: Okay. Yeah. Why do no, you love just, it so much? Um. I like a movie with five characters, tops, mm. and it's a human movie. It's about human experience. It's not like, oh, you know, there's a couple of things you have to figure out, but it's not like a, you know, it's not memento. No, which I yeah, which I've done to, to, to myself Austin. to remember the name we, of my podcast and yeah. And what to say at the end. Uh, no. So it's about a guy who uh, for his whole life, he searched for oil and okay. finally right. finally he found oil mm-hmm. and i mean he was digging himself like but finally found oil in like texas or some shit and then one of the guys that was helping him got killed from the oil ring okay rig. I, don't
1: want to, I don't want you to just give me a synopsis are you going somewhere with this of why it means something to you
0: no i'm just gonna give you a synopsis
1: i don't need that no one needs that
0: okay so Most then i've the seen the movie then the guy dies.
1: Okay. No, 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 no. Do not do that. Um, why why that movie, though? Like, why what? There are certain things that I watch on repeat, and I was wondering. You said it's very human. I don't know what any of that means. Like, try to articulate it.
0: Okay. Why do I like it? You I just like love it. it. You just love it. No, 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 no. It. There's a reason why I love it. I, it's, it's, it's a story about a guy that fucking worked his ass off that went against uh, – you know um, all the percentages. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I'm listening. All the percentages were against him. <laughs> I hate this. You know what I used to watch it over and over and over. First of all, if you've seen the movie four times in quarantine, that means you've definitely seen it more than that before quarantine. Do you have it memorized?
0: Uh, no, no, I actually- Are you I, good I- at
1: memorizing things?
0: I am. I'm good at like memorizing history, like dates. I was always good at memorizing. And I mean
1: like dialogue and, and lyrics. Like if you uh, see something enough, do you, can you memorize it? Not like you. Le- that's what I was getting at. I- of course, I was setting this up for me to compliment myself that I'm really good course, at that yeah. stuff. Um, uh, I I remembered like I used to watch "Say by the Bell to bring us back to something current. I used to watch "Say by the Bell every <laughs> single day. Yeah. After school for two hours every single me too. day
0: me too i'm not i'm not kidding i watched it insane amount
1: um i did so I, t- I told my listeners you don't know this because we haven't talked in a couple of days but uh yesterday i told my listeners because right before i i uh got done recording the podcast or right after i was done recording the podcast i jumped on a zoom with mark paul gosseler and his podcast uh co-host named Dashiell, I don't know Dashiell's last name, but they have a podcast now called Zach to the Future, where Mark Paul hasn't watched a single episode of Save by the Bell ever, 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 ever in his life. And, and this now is, is Zach going- Morris,
0: this is Zach Morris.
1: Yeah, Mark Paul Gosler, MPG is, um, is Zach Morris. And he's going back and he's watching each episode and they're doing, um, you know, each episode of their podcast is recapping an episode and they watch it with- on mute because I don't think they can get the rights to like play it. And they comment on it and you're supposed to watch it along with them or watch it before they watch it. It's a really fun show, but I was the first like celebrity they've had on. They've done, I think nine episodes. And, um, and it was just so wild watching the show that I used to have memorized. And now it's like a faint moment. Like I, I the episode I covered was, do you remember when Kelly has a zit and Zach comes up with zit cream and he sells it?
0: No, I, I barely remembered. Yeah. It.
1: But, um, but then it was just, it was so fun watching it and, um, and, and with him. And it was just like, it was one of the, I said it yesterday in the podcast, but it was truly an experience where I was like trying to very, very much be present and enjoy it and think like, Nikki, everything you've worked for has led to this moment where you are actually talking about Saved by the Bell with the love of your life. Like the thing is, he's very... I, I relate to him a lot cuz he was not Zach Morris in, in when he was growing up. Like he explained to me cuz I was like, he mentioned something about not dating in high school. And I was like, um, I'm sorry, what? You didn't have a girlfriend in high school? And he's like, I wasn't like cool. And I'm like, wait, you had a hit show and he's like, it was on on Saturday mornings. This wasn't like a primetime show. This, it didn't go into syndication and become what it was until much later. Not much later, but after he was well out of high school. So he was like embarrassed to be on the show almost. Well, was, how
0: old was he when he think, filmed the
1: I think he was maybe a little bit older than the character. So it was, okay. you know, um, but he, he was like, he, it was really fascinating. I, I really recommend everyone listening to the episode. It comes out today, uh, Wednesday of Zach to the Future of me talking to him about it. Because usually they just kind of review the episode and make fun of it. But I kind of got into it like being like, wait, you weren't getting girls in high school. You weren't. Um, you were insecure about this. He thought he was, you know, he can't even watch it. He he has he struggles watching himself because he thinks he's just like bad in it and like, and and to me and maybe to you, Zach Morris was the coolest and still is when I watched back the coolest kid ever. And he was a great actor, and I thought he was just so incredible. And Mark Paul doesn't even see himself that way. It was really fascinating.
0: Yeah, I mean. It's interesting where your career gets to the point where then you're doing, but he's not, he's been in other stuff.
1: Oh yeah. He's really successful. He's always worked.
0: There's something about like Screech doing that, which seems very desperate, Mm -hmm. you know, like going back and and watching your own show. Mm -hmm. But, uh,
1: no, he's doing this against He doesn't even want to be doing this show. You can tell he's kind of like, it's very uncomfortable for him to do it. He's taking it seriously, but. He's just the fucking coolest dude. I just like, and I really related to him because
0: I'm sure he he, had some weird Hollywood shit. Like there has to be
1: he, no, he was just like, I think he had a pretty normal, um, no, but I'm saying like
0: after the show blew up, I mean, he probably couldn't go anywhere. I mean, everyone watched that show.
1: Oh, I know. There was like,
0: like five shows on TV back then.
1: I know I would, but when it was, when they were making it, it was just not that big of a deal. It only of yeah. a big deal in syndication later on, which kind and of- it's got
0: to be mind. weird because, like, if you're on a high school show and it gets big with, like, your demographic is, like, 8-year-olds to 15. Yeah,
1: dude. He's 10 you're years not, older than not, me. I was in yeah. love with him, and I was just a child.
0: What I'm saying, though, is you're not, like- But still, I mean, older women would still have sex with you. I'm not saying that he had trouble meeting anyone.
1: Well, he got married to like his first girlfriend because he, he, I just felt very similar to him. I was like, I thought he would just be, have been such a stud and like very much like his character, but he was like really playing a character and did not, he was not that person at all. And then he was pretty much like his first girlfriend. He was like, okay, I'm getting married and like got married real young at like 19. I think he met his and got married and stayed with um, her. Uh no they they eventually got divorced but they had two kids and it sounds like they had a successful marriage for what it was and I mean I don't know anything about it but um he didn't talk a bit like it was something he couldn't speak of like uh so I don't know and he's so fucking nice dude he like after the podcast he wrote to me and was um he's sending me a, a face shield to wear because I told him about my shows this weekend and how I'm having to wear a mask and he goes well they need to see your face when you're performing we're using these things on set um because he's currently filming the new iteration of Save by the Bell and I think some other show as well and he said that on set people are wearing these like face shields that aren't like on the top they they connect on the bottom for some reason they go up and so he's sending he's FedExing me one and I didn't really need it but what I do need is just something that I can be like Zach Morris gave this to me I was just well, like, it's cool. You could, you have could wear anything, and I'd be like, you,
0: okay. You could wear it when you blow someone and save your face, save the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you like come on this Zach Morris face shield? Oh my god! I, yes. I, I, I uh, yeah. I mean, that show was kind of ahead. Like with Lisa Turtle, they didn't treat her like this is a black girl. Like they were like ahead of their time with like treating her, like giving her a real role. You know what I mean? There were a lot of like roles yeah. back then with like African Americans where. It was just like the one, hey, hey, got like the token, you right. know.
1: It didn't feel that way with her. Who, but who am I to say whether or not? That's maybe how, you know, like I, us us whiteies aren't allowed to be like. But she seemed like fine and normal, like you know. I
0: feel not like fine kinda- and normal, but just like they didn't make a big deal of, about her being African. Like.
1: Right, right, but maybe they should have in a way True. You know, like maybe there's that I, I just feel uncomfortable winging it all. But I will say that as a, <laughs> a, a I never looked at her as like the black girl on the show ever. ever. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, there is something to, to be said for that. I thought it was interesting like I just he I thought it was cool how he was friends with everyone. He was like best friends with a dork but he was the most popular guy in school. And Kelly was the most popular girl in school, but she wasn't a bitch. Like, there was no real, like, bad people in and he, that crew. He,
0: he wasn't that much of a tough guy, but when it had to come out, like, he wasn't afraid to stand yeah. up.
1: Oh, my God. Like, you but could we,
0: tell he could fight, but he didn't want to fight. Like, yeah, there was Mario Lopez. one
1: episode where – uh, AC Slater rips Zach's shirt, and you like see his nipple. I remember it was. Yeah, like, I remember
0: that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I said last night on the sh- on his show. I was like, that was the day I started ovulating, and everyone got so <laughs> awkward. But it was. <laughs> it was so hot,
0: dude. I remember that scene so vividly. It's really um, yeah, weird because it
1: got in- because it was intense because it was the first time that you saw Zach get like mad, and you were like, uh oh, like this is. It was, it was the first time that show got I, – I felt like, like uh, you know, mom and dad are fighting. Like, this is scary kind of thing. And then
0: Jesse with the pills. Everyone knows yeah, that, that one. Was,
1: everyone knows that, yeah. Um, what have you been up to lately? What's, what's uh, going on with you? You filmed two people, like, making out at the gym today.
0: It what was insanity. Was
1: I feel like those people are living with their parents because
0: – Agreed. Okay. I think so for sure. Yeah. I think they're doing PDA. They're out of the house. They don't want to give their parents COVID. They can't maybe go over to each other's place.
1: So So they meet at
0: the gym to treat it like a hot nightclub. And I'm lifting and I look over and they're making out but with their mask on. So they're just rubbing masks. And I'm like, okay, this will be like, (laughs) yeah, part of me, like, I was a little jealous, you know, because I'm just fucking having sex with my kettlebell. But I'm looking at them (laughs) and the guy, like, it'd be one thing if it was like a quick, like, peck, like, Mm -hmm. with a mask. They're, like, fully, like, against the wall, like, grinding genitals.
1: Oh, yeah. It was and, hot and head. And then
0: he starts pulling the mask down. Like, he's like, hey, do I have to wear the condom? Like, that's what it felt like. It felt like, let's be bad. Was
1: ever – were you looking at other people in the gym, like, what is going on here? Were you guys all looking at each other, like, what the fuck is this? Because it well, was it, it was so over the top.
0: It was in a room, like, away from, oh. like, everyone else. So there was only three people in that room. But then, like – I don't know. I was getting a little annoyed because it's like, go make out in the street. Like mm. you, you have the mask. Like they took the mask off eventually and just started making out. Yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't know what you're doing, you know. And then they lay down on the floor and just cuddle, and I'm that like, is what like, is going on? Here? That
1: is so weird. I wish you, I wish there was a way we could find out what was going on there. But I I definitely do think that they both can't have people over to their house. I mean, For that's sure. what sure. Do when you. I mean that's what I'm getting ready to do in terms of living here and, um, like, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I went to Spain. I went to Spain in Madrid. Uh-huh.
1: That's what
0: they say there. I lived uh-huh. there for yeah. two weeks for dos semanas. Uh-huh. Um and uh one week. People live there live with their parents until they're like 28. Like it's not even like right. a thing to not. And there's so much fucking PDA. Like. Hand jobs in like the McDonald's, like we, <laughs> like it was insane.
1: Yeah, you know how, how every like McDonald's across the globe serves different things. Yeah. Well, in Spain they're serving up hand jobs in the corner.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the love Big Mac, the love um, hand job. Yeah, actually that's French. But yeah, um, the Mick yeah that's remove how, one rib so you could blow yourself. <laughs> it was so funny. I like this girl that works at the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the one McRib. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the. And uh I thought you like her, flirt- like
1: her, like have a crush on her?
0: Like, yeah, I would go out with her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's cute. Do you and she's ever fun. try
1: to chat her up and flirt?
0: So flirty. Like, we have an insane flirty- How
1: does that start? How did that begin? Does she scan she- you in?
0: She scans me in. I mean, this has been going on. I've been working out there for, you know, before COVID for about six months.
1: Oh, okay, so there was a little bit of a, um, you laid some groundwork.
0: Yeah, and I felt like it. It's weird in that situation because you don't know if they're just being- you know, nice because they yeah, work Yeah, like there. she's
1: employee of the month or if she's actually in deal.
0: But then you go, let's go for it. She says no. And then every day she scans you in and you're like, ah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you got to switch gyms. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Then so, I go to Equinox and I'm homeless because I spent too much. Yeah. What, why so, don't
1: you maybe follow each other on the socials and then- Well, this is where I was there. getting
0: to. So, mm-hmm. so I was leaving and she's, she's in charge of taking temperature and asking if they, people have had COVID, which obviously everyone's going to lie. So they could do abs or whatever Mm. and so i'm talking to her when i'm leaving and she's like would you ever date a spanish girl i'm like what is uh i don't know somehow we were just talking and like she's spanish
1: Oh, okay then she's into you dude
0: for sure that's what i thought and then i was like do you have an instagram and she goes no i want to be a new york police i was gonna try to be a new york police officer so i i didn't want my instagram up there that's smart and i go you'll like you could show your ass just don't shoot anybody that's what I said to her. And uh, she laughed. Whatever. We're like laughing. having a. And then I was like, so where do you live? Do you live around here? She's like, yeah, I live in Ridgewood. And, and I was like, yeah, I live, you know, right over there. And she's like, oh, that's good. Tone was very much like dismissive. Like, I don't care where you live. The fact that you live <laughs> by here doesn't make me think that we should go out on a date. Like, okay. that's how it felt. But she told me she stabbed her ex-boyfriend.
1: Okay. No, Andrew. No, 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 no. You
0: can't go <laughs> out with this girl. No. Why? She said he was fucked up and he had a restraining order.
1: He's a Puerto Rican. Huh? He had a restraining order or she had one against him?
0: She had one against him after she stabbed him.
1: Well, I don't want to judge a girl who stated someone that has a history of violence and has been in this situation, but maybe she doesn't make that healthy of choices for men. So maybe, how old is she?
0: I don't know, probably like 25, 26.
1: Let's leave this one be. For- okay. We're gonna go to break right now. We'll be back in just a second with more and with me and Andrew. I'm gonna ask you: Have you gotten your D dubs lately? Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that.
0: 4,800 times.
1: Oh, stop it! Stop it. I
0: have that ghosting girl and stuff. What? The ghosting girl and stuff.
1: Yeah. You told me what you got for the second half that we're already recording. Yeah. You got ghosted again, buddy?
0: No, not again, buddy.
1: <laughs> back. The ghost is back.
0: <laughs> the ghost came. She, she showed her head again. And then she told me that she's been dating someone this whole time.
1: Okay. And that's and why. serious.
0: And she has not yeah. Really? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Whatever. And then this girl set me up with this other girl. Supposed to be a blind date. I fucking, she said she's all about it. And then I text her nothing. I mean, it's just fucking. I'm just. You text the friend. Yeah. What'd you text? No, her I texted you... the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What uh, you texted the girl that you were supposed to be set up with? What'd you text? Yeah, her? I thought.
0: Um, I'm raw, hard.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wrote, "Hey, this is quite old school. <laughs> Got yeah. your number from your friend Charlotte. Mm-hmm. My name is Andrew. Hope all is well with you. I understand you're a Browns fan. Congrats, because they just won." Nice. I thought that was like a fun that's thing. That's
1: cute. Have you seen this girl's picture and you know what she's about?
0: Yeah. She's pretty.
1: completely blind. Nothing's no. ever blind anymore. We always kind of know.
0: Yeah. I mean, do you, would you want a blind date?
1: No. But I mean, that's what blind dates come from back in the day when you like couldn't research someone's social media and find out what they looked like.
0: Until 20 years later and you're like, oh my god, I've been living with a fucking murderer this whole time. What do you mean? I'm saying like you could get married to people and and you could know more about someone in a 10 minute Google search than a month long of dating someone back then.
1: Yeah, but you can also really be led astray by a Google search, I feel like, or by looking at their Instagram and like you don't, I don't know, there's just some people that you're like I don't, there's some people that are so lame on Instagram and it they're not that lame in person, but it's like do you want to be with someone who's that lame on Instagram? That's the question. Yeah, because I just feel I do, like some do. people do misrepresent uh, uh, themselves on Instagram. Yeah. Where, like, there's guys I know and girls I know where I'm like, oh god, their fucking profiles are so obnoxious and.
0: Um, you know what turned me on about this girl? Hmm. She posted a decent amount on Instagram, and then her last post was a year and a half ago, which shows me that she was just like, "Yeah, I'm tired of this." Or which kind American of turned me on? The
1: guy was like, "I don't want you posting anymore, bitch." And then she stabbed him and got a restraining order. Cause that's your type. <laughs>
0: yeah, I like him. I like him naughty, bad girl. Why? What's going on? You said I got you had it. A- um,
1: I got a uh, a message about our podcast from long ago when you were staying here. From a girl named Sarah on my, on my Instagram. She wrote, hi Nikki, I downloaded my Instagram again to tell you this. I've been, having super, I've been super inspired by you having open combos with your friends, like telling Andrew you were jealous of him being able to promote himself so well. I just told my best friend that I'm so excited for her about her new relationship and want to continue to hear everything. And it's been hard for me to sit in the feeling that I'm in the opposite place of her, uh, in, in parentheses, hopeless, and really want what she has but have to put a pause on dating because of the, um, and then she lists all the things she's going through, she just wants to focus on getting better. Um, you inspire me and I appreciate you sharing this stuff so much. And very sorry for the long paragraph. Um, she also added she reacted so well and I hope it will help us moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember that conversation. I admitted that I was a, a cunt to you because I, uh, I'm just like jealous that you can easily like post a picture and not overthink it or like make a funny video and like you don't question yourself and you can just put things out there and and be fun and free and I would be mean to you about it because and I would try to make you feel bad about it but really it was just my own like I'm just like jealous and um and that was it was helpful for me to like tell you that and be honest about it because you know it's like
0: well, was, yeah. It was I feel clear the same that there way something though.
1: else going on I mean it wasn't like why would I just be mad at you For posting it doesn't even make any fucking sense
0: Yeah I think that uh, I am very free But depending on the reaction I'm not as free as you think You know And uh, I'm very quick to take something down That isn't getting as much love yeah. As I would like Which I'm trying not to be like that Anymore Right. Um, and I, I admire that about you in regards to because of your your reach and how many more people actually uh, chime in whenever you do anything mm. the way you deal with it whether is pretty remarkable i mean it's just like either avoiding it completely or not taking things in even though sometimes you do yeah but but i don't know i mean yeah, the more I famous think- you get what i have noticed though if you get like a chunk of like if it starts becoming like a reoccurring thing that people say about you or about me, you know, Mm -hmm. it ends up not hurting anymore. As much as like, when you're not as famous and you're getting like one or two shitty comments.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) When it becomes like what people say about you in general, like, oh, all she talks about is her vagina or uh, you look like your dad or whatever. If they say it enough, you just start to gain, you like grow a callus for that kind of like insult. and It doesn't hurt you as much. It's That's so true, like my hair has been falling out and I've been dealing with that like, Since fucking March, and like it used to, you seen no even before then. You used to see me when my hair would fall out, and like a strand would get ripped out. It would just like demoralize me, and now I'm so used to it, like it doesn't even get to me anymore. Like I just because it just happens all the time, and I've just accepted it instead of trying to fight it and be like, why? What? Now I like after I get done like brushing out my hair, and it's like lose a ton, or I pull out like six strands. I hold on to the ones I have, and I go. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for being here and like hanging on. Like I only, I only give attention to the ones that fall out who fail me. And I give so much attention to them that my good little hairs. I never give any love to and say, you've been with me so long. You're doing a great job. You're holding on. Some of you will be gone tomorrow. This is your last day on my head and I'll pull you out tomorrow. And um, it's kind of like a, you know, the, the good kid is always neglected and the bad kid gets all the attention from the parents. And, um, and so I've just been trying to like reframe my thinking about that. And, um, and yeah, letting that stuff go. I will say that um, the other day I was a little bit triggered by when you and Carl texted me um, uh, or Carl texted me a picture of you guys hanging out Carl from summer house. And I was like, I was jealous because I was like, oh, Andrew's on summer house and now he's gonna think he's so cool and he's gonna get very excited and be like i'm on summer house and it's just gonna be like he's just gonna be too excited and his excitement is gonna annoy me and i just need to like step away for a couple days and like not be around his like giddiness over being on summer house and then it turns out you weren't on summer house you were just hanging out with
0: him also it wasn't my idea to even take the photo like that was all carl's idea
1: yeah and i and I, I want and I wouldn't get you getting- should be able to, to send me a text of you and oh. even if, if you were on summer house you should be able to be like Nikki I'm on summer house isn't this cool and I should be able to be like yes Andrew I'm excited for you instead of being like ugh now he's going to be all excited and now and I'm stuck in St. Louis and it just makes me feel like my life is <laughs> shit but um yeah I was having that dumb moment But so
0: tell me these things when they happen, or if you're feeling it, I well, don't-
1: Because, no, that's my biggest fear. Because I know when we were fighting recently, like the last time we got, we got into it pretty hard, I know you were hanging out with Ashley and Raina and Hannah that weekend, and we weren't really talking. And I just know that you're talking to them about the drama going on with me, because of course you are. I mean, I would be doing the same thing. So I know that they're reading my text to you. I know that they're like, or at least you're reading them to them. Like, I know that that's happening and I don't begrudge you any of that. I would, if I didn't think- if I didn't want them to read it, I would, I would just tell you, hey, can you not read this to them? So I, uh, I just don't, I wouldn't have let you know in that moment because I would be like, oh, he's going to share it with Carla and I don't want that happening. So that's gotcha. why I don't tell you until like later. That makes
0: later, sense. That makes sense.
1: Three weeks later. <laughs> but
0: I but do- What do you think to- it is about me? It's, and I-
1: it's everyone. You yeah. Just, it's just anyone close to me who has some success. And like, it just, you know, it's, it has nothing to. But there's do- so
0: much success for everybody.
1: I know but it doesn't feel that way though anymore. Like why? I was talking like- about it yesterday, I really like. I had to take a clonopin because I went on to Instagram and there was this thing that every comedian seems to have done and been a part of and asked to be a part of, and I was not a part of it. And by all means, I think I should have been. And I was like. Cool, they got that girl, they got that girl. I didn't think about any of the guys they got. I was only focused on the girls they got and like why didn't they get me? And then I was looking at like some of the girls' setups because everyone's like zooming in on this thing from their home. And I'm like, they all look so beautiful. They have such a cute setup. I'm always in my dad's office with a weird Navajo rug behind me and like like stupid lamps and like trash. I don't have my own plate. Like I just started going spiraling and I sprinted to my bathroom and took a clonopin because I was like, you're not going down this road. And I was able to like, to like cut it off at the pass. And now I'm like, okay with it. But um, yeah, just like other people's success thing, it does make me yeah. sad.
0: But then it goes back to like, let's say you were invited to that. Mm-hmm. How would that make you feel?
1: Um, it would make me feel like I'm one of the cool kids.
0: Would it though? You would, you think yes. that, or you would, you really think you would take it in and be like, I'm still relevant yes. or I'm still, mm-hmm. Because the
1: people that were involved in it are all like the best comics right now, and so it was like if you're in that group, then you're like somehow the the people that I would have been among made me would make me feel good but then after like you know I wasn't asked to be in that, and it wasn't because I'm not one of the as good as them or as revered as them, whatever it's just because they didn't maybe have room and like I said yesterday in the podcast, maybe they didn't have they there's a lot of other there's a lot of female comics that i if they were included I would be jealous of that weren't included so it's not like everyone, but me was included. That's a, a ridiculous thinking. So obviously I was already onto some bad areas in terms of my like black and white thinking um, that I was able to derail. And I really, I'm only bringing this up because I'm truly over it. If I was still like on it, I wouldn't be able to talk about it so candidly. Cause that's kind of how I work when I'm in something I don't like to talk about as much, but, um, but then I But do I just, you, you use these I, things oh, to drive you? Um. No, I use my dad's card.
0: <laughs> Which one?
1: No, I'm actually using my the Mazda.
0: Yeah, your ex boyfriend's card. Yeah, firm.
1: that's what I. It's not embarrassing. Um, no, I I did actually because yesterday I spun it and I go, well, guess what I'm doing right now? That if I'm going about to do a podcast with Mark Paul Gossler, and maybe that isn't that big of a deal, and maybe it's not the like it's not the thing that I was jealous of yesterday in terms of like the clout, but this actually means a lot more to me than being interviewed by whoever that person was that I don't even want to say. This actually means more to me. Like, the childhood me is much more excited about this opportunity and how cool this is. And so I decided to lean into something. And honestly, it just comes back down to gratitude. Like making lists of gratitude, making lists of the good in your life and celebrating the good things is really the trick to, to being happy. And I, and I forget that a I, lot.
0: Yeah, I think what happens, and, and it happens to me too in- um... You tend to like go well. This thing's stand up, right? Mm-hmm. And then this thing is kind of celebrity or like TV, and we kind of separate those two things. Like, if I'm invited to this stand up thing, it's more about respect and like we we hold it to maybe a higher regard than yeah. a, than another thing because it's not stand up driven. Like, you know, like for instance, like I I have a lot of reality stars on my on my podcast, right? Mm-hmm people would die to have some of these people on their podcast yeah. or like big on podcasts, like whatever. And, and I have great relationships with them, but then I'm like, but then, you know, uh, a certain comic won't do my podcast. And so then should I weigh in because this guy's a real comic and he's real respected and he has specials or should I not think about not getting this person and think about, Oh, okay. Maybe they're not the best stand-up comics, but they're extremely good at what they do.
1: Yeah, And celebrate we have actually wins. probably
0: a better podcast.
1: Yep, celebrate your wins. Yeah, I, I, that's, so, that's what I did with the Mark Paul thing. I really just was like, okay, I'm not doing this thing, but I look at this thing over here that I'm doing. And even if I don't have that thing over there that I'm doing, um, I got to spend this weekend because I don't live in LA or New York where maybe it would have been easier for me to do those things. I got to spend this weekend with my niece and nephew and like, actually have a real, a real yeah. moment. And, um, and that, was like, that was super gratifying. Um, and you yeah. got a great
0: Instagram photo from it.
1: I know Matt took a bunch of pictures of me. Um, I bl- I look like I'm balding in all of them because I am. But um, but there was but you have the good there. hairs left. <laughs> the good hairs, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, the, um, I if I totally go, if I lose all of my hair, if a guy doesn't love me, even if I, I'm bald, then I don't really want to be with that person. Maybe I'm not gonna be able to track the right person initially being bald, but. Um, I feel like
0: really do you think your hair's thinning to the point where like I mean have you talked to a doctor yeah I I don't know is it stress related is it no
1: it's like my diet and my hormones and I'm like it's being vegan doesn't help so I'm 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 getting like I'm I'm going to the necessary places to get help for it and it's it's not gonna be like I'm never gonna be like or I might be. Who knows? I might go completely bald and that will be okay. But Look, it, you it
0: wanted to shave that. your head anyways.
1: Well, that's why I wanted to shave my head, bro. It's like, I just want to get rid of the hair so I don't have to keep having it fall out.
0: You could also say you have cancer and then you could end up on Ellen.
1: Yeah, that's... <laughs>
0: <laughs> she came out.
1: I know. Ellen's back.
0: Yeah. Her, her staff is not happy. They Still. aren't. Apparently, I, know, I read like one article on it about how I don't know if you saw her monologue, but it was very like tongue in cheek. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: mean, she was like addressing it, but not really addressing it.
0: Yeah. She's like, Did you have a hard summer? I did. It's kind of how like Louis approached it. it, Yeah. Like he made it all about them, their own pain that they're going through. She's like, I I labeled myself the be kind woman. And the last thing you want to do is label yourself as kind. Because if you're not, then you're just going to come out extra bad is essentially what she was saying i get what she was saying right but yeah. uh
1: i you know it's everything uh, she'll be fine
0: Just, yeah like, uh, all the people okay. will be fine she's okay <laughs> someone had a funny tweet about dave chappelle he's like man his whole special is about how they want to cancel him and then he wins two emmys it's like you're fine
1: I, who wanted to cancel him did they I don't know. I didn't see his latest special. I did see all of the, the three he put out last year, which I did love. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, it's, I have a friend. We have a mutual friend, Emil, who went to his, uh, his show in Ohio.
0: Yeah. Not really, was on it. He just went, right? He went
1: and saw it. I'm dying to know what he saw, what it was like.
0: I'm sure it was the coolest fucking thing you've ever seen. <laughs> It's like Burning Man, but with dick jokes.
1: <laughs> God, we're all so jealous. We want to be there so much.
0: I am jealous, but I also like to make fun of it because they do hold themselves like, hey, we're cool.
1: Um, I got an offer to do a private party on Halloween in Florida. Like some rich dude in Florida is probably a fan of mine from Stern or The Rose. or I don't even know. Maybe he does love my introspective, vulner- emotionally vulnerable podcast. Uh, but I'm guessing he he just wants me to go in and like roast this party, and uh, it's for enough money that I could be like, oh, I could buy a car, you know? Like it's it's a good it's a good chunk, and an old glazed dog hasn't made much money this summer, you know? So I'm tempted to take it, but I'm also like, this will be fucking hell. Um, I got approved for you to come with me because I know that Florida you would do great in this with this crowd, but I just don't know that. My material now is about like rape culture and my relationship with my mom. And I don't know that that's going to bring down the house on a, fr- like a house party, a holiday sounds- house party in Florida with a bunch of rich real estate people.
0: Where is it in Florida?
1: Um, the, the, the location of my first kiss Fort Myers.
0: Okay. And it's like, I guess outside.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was thinking of hiring just some people to help me write some Florida jokes and just like, uh, you know, off you know, I wouldn't make as much money but like just go in with uh, like a bunch of stuff that'll just please the crowd because I don't I don't they don't need to hear the material I'm working on right now. I just don't I'm so I'm so when scared of it? going into this party. It would be Halloween night. So scared uh-huh. of going into this party and then after the party you have to like hang out with them and you just bombed or like they didn't like you Ugh. and you have to like and, and that's not required. It's not one of the requirements they've asked for for me is to hang out. But I know they're going to want to and then what if I eat it? And I, so what I've organized is that if, if this reality show that we're pitching goes or that I'm pitching that you're involved in, if that goes, we might film it. I think it would be worth filming. It'd be, it if yes, it was, reality show would be, yes,
0: 100%. It would be unbelievable. So
1: it's kind of contingent on that.
0: Yeah, I would, I, I think it's
1: really, Oh God, it's so hard to get these offers in because the money is so good. But the that's the other thing is so when they bad. pay you
0: a lot of money, They're going to expect more from you. I know. And they like think like we don't drink. We're not going to go there and be like, I'm not, we're going to be a sexy nurse and then get fucked in like the grotto or whatever. That's why I think that
1: my comedy makes people think, even if they've just seen my most recent special Bangin, that came out less than a year ago, they're going to think I'm a certain way and I'm just not that way anymore. And I feel like I am uh, like falsely advertising or something. And so I'm just, I'm being very, sure, like, hey, do you guys know what I talk about on stage now? Like, is this going to be okay? Um, mm-hmm. What are you expecting? So I don't know. But if, if we get to film it, then it will be worth it.
0: Yeah, because even if we bomb, honestly, if we bomb, we're there together, we leave right away. Honestly, I don't think we would bomb, but the problem is I'm, I'm also envisioning them it's Halloween night they're going to be fucking hammered. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many people it's going to be. It definitely won't be COVID friendly.
1: They go, would Nikki require them all to wear masks? And I'm like, God. So I'm going to be, I'm going to say yes and they're all going to hate me.
0: It's like when you do a fucking charity show, like they're the worst crowds, dude.
1: Well, they can all just do whatever they want and I can wear a mask.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that I don't know how much they're going to pay attention and how much they're going to be like ah, ah how you know what i mean maybe they yeah. might be great though too we're just like putting this on them but yeah you know i've bombed in instances like that where then you have to hang out with the crowd
1: and afterwards they say the shittiest things
0: like, hey, that was a rough one. But then you'll get like three people be like, hey, I was really listening. I thought you were really funny.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I've done these shitty gigs before. It's just like, I, I, yeah. am I willing to put myself in this? If I got to do it with you and it was for a show, I would do it. And, and it, it would be almost worth it if it were painful because we would be documenting it for a TV show that people could then enjoy. It would bring more joy to people than the, the people that we would not bring joy to at that party. I would try my best. But we, um... like
0: reshoot it. We're like, Can you be more dicks? Because you guys were like a really good crowd. <laughs> Like that was, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of like you know, Tignataro. Didn't they go? Cross, remember they went cross country and they did shows in like backyards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like, I mean, it would be so funny if we did like ten in Florida, Florida, Florida.
1: <laughs> I Maybe mean, I, I don't know. We'll see what what happens with all of this. But yeah, I, I I told my podcast listeners the other day I, I performed with my dad the other night. I sang a song, and there was this guy at the show that um, I know from comedy, and he's been around forever. He does musical comedy. He's a good musician, so. I was like embarrassed to like even I didn't know he was gonna be there. And then I get up and I'm singing with my dad. And it's just it really is like just the daughter of the musician that everyone's like, let's give her a chance. And like And you're and not like
0: a like, you're not like a 13-year-old girl that's like no, I'm gonna give I'm, my daughter
1: <laughs> I'm singing a Taylor Swift song like I am one. And um and the I got done with it helped. And he, 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 <laughs> he he legit walks up and I already said this, but I just want to tell you. He walks over afterwards and he goes well, uh, that was a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> ah. And it's just like, oh, oh man, it brought shit. me back to like early comedy days of just sucking so bad and someone just trying to be nice. Um, that was a dad lot later, of
0: words. That's my such dad a perfect on, dig.
1: He, my dad's like, why don't we work on a different song? And I'm like, yeah, one with less words. So we're gonna try a different song, but I, I, you know, I, I'm trying, I got, I wanna, I do wanna get good at, at singing and songwriting. Cuz I, I wanna, I wanna shift over to that <laughs> eventually. It's just so it's, I wanna write a fucking song. I think that's the goal of my life is to write a sincere song. Yeah. I mean, you I wrote alligator boy. How did that feel?
0: Like fucking heroin coming. <laughs> don't, don't, you <laughs> no. have,
1: don't you ever look at songs and you're like, wow, they, they're like, you know,
0: so short compared to like a joke i mean there's some songs that are two and a half minutes now or two minutes like yeah and and, and there's... even
1: if they're longer they repeat a bunch and so it's like the same thing it's like
0: you know what though that's not that easy because it's,
1: no it's not of course not it's
0: Oh, uh, because like the strokes they have like songs like where they like repeat like the chorus is like very heavy and i you try to like listen to it and then substitute your own like four simple minimalist words it's not and it easy. Just, it, it just sounds for some reason so bad. Yeah. My um, my
1: goal is to write, um, rewrite the lyrics to Taylor Swift's fifteen, which is about being fifteen, and put in thirty-six, and then just change the lyrics and and, and rewrite that. So that that's my goal is just take other songs and supplement.
0: Oh, I think you could you could do that easily. Like yeah, a I weird owl like, kind of thing. Yeah. You could do that in your sleep. I mean you did it with the other with t- the shallow with, with song, shallow.
1: Though. Yeah.
0: That was um it. I mean sincere is hard it's like it's so
1: hard to have you ever you've written a poem she hits the bottle
0: she hits it more than once
1: and it's so embarrassing to like, you know what i know i think being emotionally vulnerable is like the antithesis to the comedy like comedy it, it, i chose comedy because i'm so fucking scared of my feelings and actually telling people how i feel and like like the other night, uh, yesterday, on yesterday's podcast, I apologized to my mom because I was a huge bitch to her two days ago. And I had her on the podcast to apologize because I couldn't do it like face to face. I can't be mm-hmm. like really emotional unless I like bring a camera in and it was legit. Like also when I'm like, when I apologize to you on, on air, it is, it's as sincere as you're gonna get from me, but I can't do it. Like it's hard for me to do without cameras or without yeah, same, like an audience that protects me. What the fuck dude?
0: I mean, in my family, we just never talked about feelings. We never talked about much of anything, no, to be honest. No, we don't talk
1: about feelings either.
0: So I mean, we never – I remember, like, walking in, my dad would be in his study, and you would just get a feeling like, uh, why are you bothering me? Like, that kind of – but now yeah. it's different. Now he wants to talk all the time. It's really – they get
1: older, and they get, like, yeah. sweeter, and they get more into feelings. My mom is much better about it, but um, – yeah. It's, it's still not, I'm, I'm not good at it. I'm just not good at, at, um. Well,
0: it's because when we see like, a touching, sincere, or- uh, like a sincere post on Instagram and it gets a bunch of reaction. I'm like, they're only fucking liking it. Cause you're being so sad and pathetic. <laughs> That's some of the thoughts that go through my mind, you know? Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to be sad and pathetic. And then sometimes I used to post about like having anxiety and being, and like, I've kind of strayed away from, Stuff like that. Yeah, you used to
1: like, do some sincere stuff. And so, yeah, I did too. Why did you steer away from it?
0: Honestly, I don't feel that sincere right now in mm. just my life. I, and I don't know if I'm happier or if I'm just avoiding things better. Mm. Does that make sense? Maybe
1: your medicine – well, you were on the medicine when you started being sincere.
0: No, no, I was not on the medicine. Uh, I think I was more emotional before it's the medicine. making you
1: a little bit muted, perhaps.
0: Yeah, but – that might not be good. a bad thing. <laughs> no, I
1: think that's a good thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, who knows? My medicine is definitely keeping me more. Someone wrote me in fact, cause I, I shared on the podcast that someone had written me that my medicine was making me, um, uh, like they could tell a difference in my broadcasting. Like I just sounded not as good. And then someone wrote to me today. Hey, Nikki, not sure if you'll see this since you're staying off Instagram. This is from Angela, by the way. Um, but I also take ADHD medication and I find myself snapping at my mom more on days that I forget to take it Oh, that's why I snapped at my Mm. mom the other day I hadn't taken my medication because we were going on a hike and I used I usually like to take it right before I'm about to go get some work done. I don't want to be like focused on a branch. You know what I mean? So, um She goes I find that the medication really helps me to not say things on impulse I always immediately regret the things I say to my mom when I snap so you're not alone in that sense Also, the podcast sounds amazing lately and I'm so happy that you're doing better well, thank you, Angela, but they, you're right. I think sometimes podcasts are better when you don't have that impulse control because you say weirder stuff and you just like, you know, spout out um, dumb shit and you don't overthink things. So I don't know if I'm better at podcasting on the medicine, but I definitely find I'm nicer to everyone in my life. And I'm um, but I but I'm not the I'm on the brink of some really um, some, something good. I think it's going to yeah. of this um, I'm, I, I'm using this time. Wisely, it's not over yet. The, the COVID is not done. The, the The metamorphosis of myself and how I'm going to merge after this is not over, but I do feel like I've changed so much. And do, do you think you've changed throughout this? these six months? I do
0: I do. In what way? I, I just uh, I almost did a call back. to there will be blood. Yeah. The percentages, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, I feel like um I'm definitely healthier. I've never, I'm in very good shape, like working out I used to be afraid of for some reason. And it's the thing I do most. Mm -hmm. So healthy wise, uh, just physically, I feel great, which is nice. Yeah. Um, Mentally, I feel good. I feel like I'm kind of taking ownership of my life a little bit more. Um, and, And not being afraid to ask for help when needed which right. I would be afraid of in the past. When it's weird to take ownership and then, yeah.
1: When did you like ask just, someone for help?
0: Like my hand. dad with my car. Oh, right. You know, and it's not just always financial,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's just, you know, I feel very good with my relationship with my family, with my brothers, and that feels good. Um, you know, I don't know. I just, uh, I think I've, I just feel more confident in myself and I feel like I deserve certain things because why not? Why not me as opposed to someone else, you know? Yeah. And I, uh... uh and that I'm good at things. Like I'm good at certain things really good. At, and and people like those things and that it's not like just cuz I'm I, I'm self-deprecating and like just making fun of myself all the time, you know what right. I mean? Like And uh yeah, so yeah, so I I feel I feel like I am coming out of this more mature and better. And, uh, yeah,
1: I'm on that. I'm on that same route of like f- finally being able to acknowledge the things I'm good at. And I think that this. I just wanted to ask this uh, also for our listener. Like, I think just people relate. I think in general to feeling like um, anything you're good at, you're it just comes naturally, and you're not really that good at it. And people are overestimating how much you're good at it, and you're not really trying that hard, and so it doesn't count if you're good at it. But those things usually are what you should celebrate about yourself. Is the stuff that you don't you. To be good at something you don't necessarily need to be trying so hard. And I think yeah. I get that, that confused. Like if, if something's not exhausting me and ruining my life and I'm not like losing sleep over it and working diligently and I'm miserable, then it's not working. And it's like, mm, th- well, I just am learning to be to, to be easier to myself and to just mm-hmm. be. And that life is not. Getting ready, I've said this before, but I think it's just very important to reiterate and I actually thought of it today on the way to pickleball, which I was not looking forward to. Every (laughs) Tuesday I play pickleball with my ex-boyfriend and his friends and I'm terrible at it, I'm the worst at it. And I never wanna go, I always feel like they always have to lower their skill level to like placate me, it's embarrassing. But I was driving over there today and I was fucking resenting it and I was like, I can't wait till it's over. And instead I was like, wait a second, this, you might die on the drive home. So this could be like it for you. So just have as much fun as possible. Like really try to enjoy it and be in the moment. And I know that's easier said than done, but just stopping yourself before these times where you're having dread, try to just flip it in your head. And the thing that you're dreading so much, try to go into and have it be your goal that this is the most you, you eke out the most possible fun you can in this experience. And it might not be the best time, but I actually did have a good time at pickleball today because I had that little pep talk with myself of being like, this could be the last thing you ever do. And yes, you don't want to do it right now, but just go in and make the fucking best of it.
0: Yeah, I think, I think, uh, you know, someone told me, I remember like being like, oh, I got to go fucking do the stand up show. You know, how many times have we said that? Yeah. We got to mm-hmm. fucking go. And then he just changed the, the word dialogue to I get, to, I get, get to, which just changed everything. Like that one line just, I get to do this stand up mm-hmm. show. I get to go to pickleball with my ex boyfriend who won't fuck me. I get, <laughs> but like, but yeah, you know what? There were two things that I watched recently, the minimalists okay, or Minimalists on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's just about like, you know, being happy with the little things yeah. essentially. And it breaks it down in a way where it talks about, you know, someone being on top and still being miserable kind of thing. Yeah. And then there was this guy, Michael Lewis, who wrote Moneyball and he wrote, Uh, blindside i don't do you know you know the writer yes
1: but not yeah i don't know the writer
0: but he was talking about how he views it as being it's dumb. like with everything going on in the world right now with he's like he's like i'm in berkeley i'm in san francisco there's literally smoke in the sky at 1 p.m i can't even see the sky Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but he's like i'm still hopeful like my kids like if you look at my kids they're still hopeful they're still enjoying life and he's like it's dumb to be pessimistic. It's smart to be optimistic because if you're pessimistic and you already think You'll the worst is going to happen, I'm going to
1: let it slide because this is a, a big moment for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pe- so check out it's puddles with Andrew. God. It's not no, pessimistic. No. It's pessimistic. You're putting an extra T in there that you don't need, and you don't. Yeah. Want, you don't want to enunciate more than you have to. So just, so just pessimistic.
0: Pessimistic. Right? So
1: To be pessimistic is, is dumb, is dumb.
0: You don't want to know why? Because if the bad thing's going to happen,
1: it's already going to happen. There's it's no- already no. going
0: to happen. So why bring the attitude in on, or like, why bring the negative it, 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 energy? That's in
1: all it. I, my dad is completely pessimistic all the time. Every single thing it's like, well, then that's going to happen. And that's gonna, And I'm always like, I've been raised in that environment of like always thinking the worst is going to happen. And then he always defends it. Like, well, then when it doesn't happen, you're, you're extra excited. Oh. And that's like how I live my life is I like punish myself so that when it's good, I can enjoy the good more. Like I, if, if I have a meal approaching where I'm like really excited about something I'm going to eat, I try to wait as long as I can so that I'm as hungry as possible, and miserable as possible, right before I start eating so that I enjoy it more as opposed to just being normally hungry. Like I always have to suffer before I enjoy something. And it's, you're right. It's fucking stupid.
0: Let's, I mean, there is something like to being like the last day and being like, and the world there's a tsunami and fire and tornadoes and Mm -hmm. everyone's gonna die. And you're like, I called it, you know, there's a, you know what I mean? And like, I'm kind of,
1: I I still called it, but I I, I still want to be happy right now. Because you're right, like right now outside, it's not burning for me. Like I know it's burning in some places and things are shit some places. But right now when I, I go take my dogs for a walk, it's gonna be nice out. So like, just be grateful that you right now when you're listening to this podcast, I always go back to Sam Harris. He he has this great, um, thing about gratitude, this lesson that he does on his, on the waking up app and it's called gratitude. And he says that if you are listening to this podcast and it goes for this podcast as well, if you're able to listen to this right now, wherever you are, you are doing better than billions of people. There are like two or 3 billion people right now who are in a worse position for you and would consider their prayers answered if they had the life that you have in which you can enjoy a podcast no matter what is going on in your life they're you know starving to death or in war or whatever it is so if you're listening to this podcast you have it pretty good and if you're doing i don't this podcast, know you have it really i think
0: good. i'd rather be starving than hear us
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are some people who are it is close are really starving.
0: well there um, was that there was that documentary happy or whatever where it's like these people live in a hut there's like nine people in a hut and God, are they happier than fucking four people in a mansion. It really is. It's like, it's true. Like, know. you could be optimistic in the worst places, man. This just so. uplifted
1: me. So I hope it helped our listeners. It was really fun talking with you today, Andrew. Thanks for joining me. And I'll be on your podcast that will be out on at midnight on uh, Monday, this coming Monday. So check it out, Puddles with Andrew Collin. it also be on YouTube. So make sure you... Comment something nice. Give it a thumbs up. Give his po- podcast a subscribe and a review if you if you would be so kind. And uh, follow him on Instagram at Andrew T. Collin. Um, anything yeah. else?
0: No, that's great. Thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, I feel good. This felt like a good chat. And we can talk about my rent later.
1: Yeah, we cut that out of the podcast. No one <laughs> needed to hear that shit. All right. <laughs> there All right, will later. be blood. Bye. Uh, in uh, your squirt, uh, 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 read it on your arm. Uh, 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 puddles
0: jackpot Bye. this has been a comedy central podcast